We're learning today the Gemara on Daf Yud Amadale from the Sechta Sukkah. We're about eight, nine lines down from the top of the Amud. The beginning of the line is Kamash Malon. The Gemara is talking about the Alacha that it said in the Mishnah that Aisa Sukkah Tachas Sukkah is possible. And the reason is, as we learned out from the Pasuk, Basukkah's Teishvu, that you can't have Shnei Schachen. You can't have Schach under other Schach, it's possible, according to the Tanakama. The Gemara will soon explain Shittis Rabbi Yehuda. So now the Gemara is going to discuss this and let's begin. Kamo Yehei ben How much space should there be between the top sukkah and the bottom sukkah that this will be an issue? So as Rashi says, the Gemara wants to know, obviously if you have two layers of schach and they're right one on top of the other, it's not really considered to be shnei schachim. It's not two distinct levels of schach. The question is, when is it an issue that the top sukkah is one level of schach and the bottom sukkah is a different level of schach and then it's going to be possible? says, tefach. If there's a space of one tefach between the two layers of schach, it's counted as two different schachin and it'll be possible. What's the source of the shear of a tefach? As we find regarding the oil, that there's tumah inside the oil, that the shear there is a tefach. We had this before in the Gemara here, and the Gemara brings again a b'raise, Tanya, we learned in a b'raise, or it's actually a mishneh, the t'nan, tefach, al tefach, berum, tefach, if you have a space in the oil, under a roof, that's the height of a tefach, the width of a tefach, so there maybe is a tumah, so if there's a piece of a dead body inside, so that the, the tumah spreads around, and is metame, anything that's under that space of the oil, under that roof, and also, it also separates from anything that's outside of the oil that will not become tummy. But that's only if it has a space of a, of a tefach. If the space inside this oil is less than a tefach, so then the tummy does not spread around in that area. Only if you touch it do you become tummy. And also, it doesn't separate from anything that's outside. It's not considered to be a distinct space that's an oil separated, and therefore whatever's outside will become tummy as well, if it's on top of it or so on. So therefore from here we learn out that the space of a tefach is able to create a separation for an oil, so to over here the space of a tefach is enough to create a separation of the two levels of the schach, that it's shnei schachen and it's posel. Rav Chist and Rabbi Baravona, they say a different shir. Arba, in order for the two levels of schach to be two distinct levels of schach, it's only if there's a space of four tfachim in between. Why? Because we don't find a space that's less than four by four tfachim to be significant enough that it should be considered a domain for itself. As Rashi brings from Hilchas Shabbos regarding Rishus Hayachid and regarding Carmelis, all these Rishus and is only if it has the minimum space of four by four tfachim. Taisus brings that you also find regarding height, regarding an opening between one chatzer and another chatzer, that only if it's an opening of four tfachim does it connect it to. So therefore over here as well, it's not enough to have a tefach in between, that the two layers of schach are distinct and separate, but you have to have a significant space in between a four tfachim for them to be two separate schachim for it to be possible. Shmuel Lama, third opinion, Shmuel says, Asara, that the top sukkah is only considered to be a separate schach of sukkah, which will make the bottom one possible if there's ten tfachim in between. Why ten tfachim? My time of the Shmuel. Kech sheira, kach psula. Just like in order to be machshara sukkah, the minimum space of a sukkah is the height of ten tfachim. 
So too, in order to passel the sukkah, that the top schach is separate schach of a separate sukkah that's above the lower sukkah, it's only if that sukkah has a minimum height of 10 tochen. That's the shit of Shmuel. Only then do you have two schachen of two sukkahs. If it's less than 10 tochen, it's not another sukkah. So now the Gemara will ask a question on Shmuel from the Mishnah. Tanan. So we learned in the Mishnah, there's the second opinion, Rabbi Yehuda. If there's nobody that's living in the top sukkah, then the bottom sukkah is kosher. So the Gemara first wants to know, what's the simple pshat in the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda? My ain't the yurin. What does it mean that no one's living in the top sukkah? If you're going to say the pshat is as it sounds, literally, that there's nobody that's actually living there in the top sukkah, so why does that matter? Atu the yurin kagarmi? Whether someone is living there or not living there, is that even a factor? That doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is, are there two schachen? If there's two schachen, it's an issue. If there's no two schachen, it's no issue. And Rabbi Yudah should agree to that. We learned from the Pasuk, Basukah Teishu, it has to be one schach. So why does it matter if someone's actually living in the top schachen or not? So rather, what's the pshat and what Rabbi Yudah said? What does it mean? When there's nobody living there, call if the top sukkah is not fit to be living there. That's what it means. When is that? If the schach of the top sukkah, there's no, there's no space under it of ten tfachim. And that nobody could live there. As we learned before in the Gemara, a sukkah that's less than ten tfachim, it's not only that it's missing the minimum height because of a halacha l'moshim Sinai, but it's also a dira srucha. You can't live there. And that's what Rabbi meant, that if it doesn't have the height of ten tfachim, so then the lower, the lower sukkah will be kosher. That's what Rabbi Yehuda is saying. So now Meklal, from this we can understand, the that the Tanakhama holds, that even if the top sukkah does not have that height of ten tfachim, and it's not a place that people can live, nevertheless, psula, it's still an issue of a double layer of schach, and it's possible. So what do we see over here? That Adarabah, the whole point of the Tanakhama to say is even less than ten tfachim, it's still going to be possible because of shnei schachim. Rabbi Yehuda is the one that says if it's less than ten tfachim, it's kosher. So this is a question on Shmuel. So the Gemara explains, Ki Yosar Avdimi Omri Omar, he said, Omri Bimarov. They said in Eretz Yisrael. What does it mean in the Mishnah? That it may not tachtayin a yechaylel. You know what it means when it says that nobody could live in the top sukkah? It means something else. It doesn't mean that it's too short, that it doesn't have the height of ten tfachim. What it means is, Im eina tachtayna yechayla lekabel karem uksasa is shalal yayna. If the schach, which is the roof of the lowest sukkah, is not stable enough, is not sturdy enough, that you can't place a pillow and blankets on top of it. Then, then the lowest sukkah will be kosher. So as Rashi explains, that this is really based on the same point that Shmuel said before, that the top sukkah is only considered to be a problem, that you have schach extra schach from another sukkah if the top sukkah is a kosher sukkah. It's a place that you could live in. And when is that? If the floor of the top sukkah, which is the roof of the bottom sukkah, is strong enough that you could put a pillow and blanket there, so then the top sukkah, you could live in it. So that's a kosher sukkah. It's a kosher sukkah. So because it's a kosher sukkah, therefore it also passes the lower sukkah. So this itself is also based on the same logic that Shmuel said. So if so, the Gemara immediately asks, so what, what, what is the answer? We didn't really answer anything. So Meklal, if so, if Rav Yehudis says that the only reason why the bottom sukkah is possible is because the top sukkah is a kosher sukkah, because you could put it sturdy enough to be able to live there. So if so, what does this mean? 
the Tanakama Sovar. The Tanakama holds Avopish Even if the floor of the top sukkah, which is the roof of the bottom sukkah, is not strong enough for somebody to live there, Psula, the bottom sukkah is still possible. So in other words, the, the question of the Gemara still remains. The rule that Shmuel said, is not true according to the Tanakama. The, the top sukkah can't be used because it's a case where you can't put your pillow and blankets there, it's not sturdy enough. And according to the Tanakama, the top sukkah still puzzles the bottom sukkah. So if so, the same thing should be regarding the height. That Shmuel said, only if he has the minimum height of 10 Tfachim, then it passes the bottom sukkah. But I see that the top sukkah does not have to be a kosher sukkah in order to passel the bottom sukkah. So it's still a question on the opinion of Shmuel. So the Gemara answers, no. Really, everybody holds, like Shmuel said, that the rule is in order for the top sukkah, that extra schach of the top sukkah to make the bottom sukkah possible, it's only if the top sukkah is a kosher sukkah. And that includes two details. Has to be the right height of ten tefachim, and has to be sturdy enough to be able to live there. However, in this itself, there's a machlekes of the Tanakam and Rabbi Yehuda. As the Gemara now explains, the difference between them of what the Tanakam and Rabbi Yehuda are arguing about. The yechayla lekabel al yedeat chak, when the the floor, the roof, the floor of the top sukkah, which is the roof of the bottom sukkah could have somebody living there with difficulty. It's not so sturdy, you could be afraid that it might collapse. And someone could live there with difficulty. So in such a case, that's where the Machlekes is. The Tanakhama says, you could live there. So it's kosher sukkah, so it's going to passel the bottom sukkah, like Shmuel's rule, Rabbi Yehuda says that since you could only live there, it's not a kosher sukkah, it's not going to passel the, the, the sukkah that's below it. That's the pshat and the machlaikis. But everybody, it would fit with Shmuel's rule. Zog the Mishnah. If someone spread a sheet on top of the schach of the sukkah, because of the sun. So what is this Mishnah talking about? So there's two pshat in here in this Mishnah. According to Rashi, we're talking about a sukkah that has kosher schach and it has enough schach. It has enough schach, tzilosim, rubim, achamosim, more shade than sun. And then on top of that, he spread out a sheet. And the problem with the sheet is, it's a beged. A beged is makabal tumah, and therefore it's pasal ischach. That's the issue. That's Rashi's pshat. Oitachteha, or he spread out this sheet below the sukkah, below the schach of the sukkah, that is, mipnea neshar, because of the twigs and branches that are falling into the sukkah and are falling into your food, so he spreads it out to stop them from falling down. So as the Mishnah will say, both of these are pasal. Pasal ischach, either on top of ischach or on the ischach, so therefore it's pasal. Teisvis has a different shot. What we're talking about over here is that the schach of the sukkah is chamasa merubim mitzilasa. You have kosher schach, but not enough amount. And therefore, you're combining the shade of this sheet that you put together with the kosher schach. And therefore, as we learned before, if you have kosher schach combining with pasal schach, it's going to be a problem, unless it's mixed together. But over here, it's on top of it, and you're combining kosher schach with pasal schach, and therefore it's an issue. Taisus actually says an interesting pshat from Rabbeinu Tam, when the Mishnah says, what it means is, right now the schach that you have on the sukkah is tzilasim rubim achamasa, it's shady enough. But if you're going to allow the sun to bake on the schach of your sukkah, it's going to dry it up, and it's going to become chamasa merubim mitzilasa. So he doesn't want that to happen. So he puts this, the, the, the sheet on top of the schach so it shouldn't get the heat from the sun and it should remain silasa merubim achamasa. 
And Tesis says that the shot in the Mishnah is that itself is an issue. Even though now it's totally Tzilasa Merubim Mechamasa, but the very fact that you're using the sheet to prevent it of becoming Hamasa Merubim Mitzilasa, which means that otherwise it would become Hamasa Merubim Mitzilasa and it would be puzzle, so that is Mitztarif to make it puzzle. That's the shot in the Mishnah according to Rabbi Tam and Tesis. Mishnah continues another case, Oishepires al Gabayakinif. Or he spread out on top of a kinif, which are which is a bed that has four poles on the four corners, and you spread out a sheet on top of it to cover the bed. So also it's psula. So the, the two cases before, we put the sadhana above the schach or under the schach or now on top of the bed, it's going to be possible. As Rashi explains, this case of Al-Gabaya Kinof is possible for a different reason, not because a puzzle is schach, but it's possible because there's an oil that's inside of the sukkah. He's supposed to be sitting inside the sukkah. But over here, this person is sitting under this, the, the, this kinif that he places the, the, the sheet on top of it. He's inside an oil in another tent, which is inside the sukkah. He's not inside a sukkah bechlal. That's the issue here. Aval, however, says the Mishnah, you can pre- spread out a sheet on top of the poles, which are called naklita mitta. So as Rashi explains, there are two poles on two sides of the bed, and you spread out a sheet that comes down like in a V-shape, and therefore there's no roof of a tefach. So it's not a tef- it's not an oil for itself. An oil has to have the minimum space of a tefach of a roof, and you don't have that here. So therefore it's not an oil that's inside your sukkah. So therefore it doesn't, it's not, you're inside the sukkah. This that it says in the Mishnah, that if you spread out a sheet on the Yishach, that it's an issue, only if you spread it out for the purpose to catch the twigs that are falling down from the Yishach. So then, it's, it's, an, it's, a, it's a puzzle Yishach that's there, and it's puzzle. But if you spread out that Yishach just for the purpose, for beauty, then then it's going to be kosher. So again, here there are two pshatim in this. Rashi's pshat is that if you spread it out for beauty, even though it's there and it's in the same exact position, if it would have been there for the ca- catching the twigs, but the kavana of the person of what he's putting it there matters. As Rashi there, here explains, if you're putting it to catch the twigs, so you're putting it as a covering. If he's putting it as a covering, it has the name Schach. So it's Pasal Schach, and it makes the Sukkah Pasal. If your Kavane is just for a decoration, Rashi says, ain't shame Schach allow. It doesn't have the name of Schach. This is a tremendous Chiddush here. Even though it's Mamish in the same position, but because of your Kavane, it's not called Schach Bechlal, it's called a decoration, and therefore there's no issue. Taisus' Pshat, according to the Rishayinim, is that if we hear when it says oisa, it's kshera, it's because we're talking about a sukkah that has silasa mechamasa, has the adequate amount of schach for the sukkah. So adding the pasal schach there doesn't change it. Once it has the adequate amount of kosher schach, any other pasal schach that you put there is not combining to be machshirit. So therefore, it's not an issue. That's Taisus' Pshat. So, isn't this Pashit? Why is this Pashit? I mean, according to Rashi, it's definitely a very big Chiddush. But the Gemara says it's Pashit. If the Mishnah clearly says that it's possible because you're putting it there for the purpose to catch the twigs that fall, so it says it clearly in the Mishnah that only then is it possible. So the Gemara explains, I would think that really, even if you put the the sheet there for beauty's sake, it's also going to be possible. The only reason it said in the Mishnah, the Mishnah is just saying what's more common, that people put it there to catch the twigs. To use a sheet as a decoration is not a very common thing. So therefore, Kamash Mulan, Rav came and said, no, the Mishnah said, but if you put it there for decoration, then it's not an issue.
That's the pshat that the Rav Chista came to be Mechadashah. Shall we say that we have a raya to what Rav Chista said from the following b'raise? If you have the schach on the sukkah according to the halacha properly. And then v'itra b'kromin. And then he went and decorated the sukkah with kromin, which is curtains, b'sadinin, and decoration, decorational sheets, ha'metziyaren, v'tolaba ha'gezin, or he hung up walnuts, shkedim, almonds, afarsikin, peaches, rimayinim, pomegranates, parchile, anovim, the, the, uh, the different branches from grapes, atores shiboilin, or wreaths of uh, stalks from wheat, yenois, oil, uh, wine that is, shmanim, oil, saltis, flour, all these different things that he hung up for decorations. Allah is, oser, the stopic man, you're not allowed to have any anna of them during sukkahs, just like the rest of the things that become part of the sukkah, and you can't have anna from it, and it's mukta during sukkahs, ad motze yontava achrin. Until the Maitsoi, the last day of Yontav, which refers to Shmini Atzeres. And um, Taisus here explains, even though, even though L'chayda Shmini Atzeres, you don't sit in the Sukkah. So why should it be Mukta even on Shmini Atzeres? The reason is because we follow the time of Bein If you would have to eat in Bein time, you would have to enter into the Sukkah. And therefore, even Ben Ashmash's time, you're still using the sukkah for the mitzvah, so therefore it remains mukzah for the rest of Shmini Atzeres until Matzah Yom okay, But Rashi, however, says you can make a tanai. As the Gemara here says, and Rashi explains, if you made a condition that, and Rashi explains, the condition is at the time of Ben Ashmash's, when the first night of sukkah comes in, and you say, any beidl man, I don't want to separate from them, it shouldn't become mukzah, then you follow a tanai, it, the Kedusha is not Chal on these decorations and it remains usable. You can use it and then have a nod from it during the entire Sukkis. So, why is it going to bring this? Because the first thing, that one of the first things it said in this Braisa was Sadinen HaMetziyaren that he's putting these decorative the sheets in the Sukkah and it's okay, it's kosher. So this is a riot to what Rav Chista said that if you're putting a sheet for, for decoration then it's not an issue. It's no raya for me. Why? Because Dilma Menatzat, maybe in that price, is not talking about putting the sheet under the schach, not to block the whole entire schach. He's putting it on the side, on the walls, to create a decoration. So, therefore, there's no raya for me to what Avchista said. Itmer, we learned in Abraise on different taloche, but related over here to the decorations that you hang in a sukkah. No, sukkah, the decorations in a sukkah, in the they do not minimize the height of the sukkah. And this is relevant in two cases. If it's a case of a sukkah that's above 20 amas and you have to minimize its height. So if you have decorations, it's not going to minimize the height. And the same thing also if it's too low of a sukkah because of the decorations. So we're not going to say that it becomes possible because the decorations are hanging lower and therefore it's possible. Right? Because the whole point of here is these decorations are not schach. As we explained before, if these decorations would be schach, then it would, it would create a psal because these things are not kosher schach. But the whole point is, as we said before, they're not kosher schach. So if they're not kosher schach, they do not create also the space. They don't change the space. It doesn't consider it to be lower than where the schach actually are. So Ravashi says, But if the decorations that you hang on the walls, on the sides of the sukkah, mematin that will minimize the space and the width of the sukkah. You have to have a minimum space of 7 by 7 tfachim, and if you're putting in decorations that don't allow you, so for that, it's definitely going to be possible. 
Sakta Gemara, another story here related to this whole halacha of putting things in, uh, under the schach and here in this case on top of the schach. Minyamin Avde de Ravashi, Minyamin, the servant of Ravashi, it ketunte bemaya. He had a shirt that got very soaked with water. So he spread out his shirt to dry on top of the schach of the sukkah. Ravashi, Ravashi said to him, Dalye, take it off. So people shouldn't say, that you're making your schach here of this shirt, which is a garment, which is makabal tumah. It looks like that it's there for the purpose of schach. So he answered, Ravashi, don't people see that it's wet and I'm just putting it there to dry, not for the purpose of schach, so there's no marasai in there. So the Gemara answers, Ravashi said to him, I was telling you that when it'll be dry, then you have to take it off because it looks like you're leaving it there for schach. Or other Rishayim actually say, that's Rashi's pshat, other Rishayim say that what Ravashi told him is that it's a that if you're going to leave it here now, so then people are going to come to say that it's dry, or when it's going to be dry, people are going to come to say that it's there for, uh, for, the, for the purpose of schach. Uh, we learned another machlekes about these decorations of the schach. So So if you have decorations of the schach, a sheet or any other decoration, but here in this case, the decoration is removed from the schach for tfachim. So before the Gemara said the decorations do not create any, any it's not puzzle, it's not, it has no shame schach on it as Rashi says, so therefore there's no psuler. It's not it doesn't have a name schach, so it's not puzzle schach. But that was decorations that was our sheet that was put right under the schach. But over here, it's removed. It's removed for Tvachim. So what happens now? Rav Nachman Rav Nachman says it's still kosher. For the very same reason as we said before, it's put there for a decorative purpose. It's not Pasal Eschach. Rav They say because it's removed, so therefore it's Pasal. As Rashi explains, because it's removed, so therefore it's considered to be like a separate entity. So now if you're under that decoration, it's like you're in a different oil. It's, it serves like as a different, like you're in a tent for itself, not under the sukkah. So therefore it's going to be possible. The Gemara shares a story. Rav Chisda and Rabbi Baravona, Iklo lebeir Reish Galusa. Rav Chisda and Rabbi Baravona on sukkahs came to visit the Reish Galusa. Agninu Rav Nachman b'sukkah. So Rav Nachman gave them a place to sleep in a sukkah. Shenoyeha muflagin mimena arba atvachim. Such a kind of sukkah that had decorations in it, and the decoration was removed from the schach for tvachim. And they were sleeping under those decorations. Now, Rav, Rav Chiste and Rabbi Baravona considered that to be a puzzle of sukkah. It's like an oil for itself. Ishtiku, they were quiet. And they didn't say anything to Rav Nachman about this sukkah. So Rav Nachman said to them, Did you, Rabbanon, both Rabbi and Rav, Rav, and Rav Chiste and Rabbi Baravona, did you have charata from your opinion about this matter that it's considered to be like an oil for himself, for itself? So they answered him, We're here to visit the Reish Galusa, and that's a mitzvah. As Rashi brings, it's a mitzvah to be Mekabal Pnei Rabbi Beregel, to come and greet your Rebbe on a Yontif, and that's what we came here for. So we're in the middle of, we're here doing a mitzvah. So why we do one mitzvah, we're potter from a sukkah. So therefore we weren't obligated to sit in the sukkah, so we didn't say anything to you. It seems almost like from the Gemara that Rav Nachman was trying to test them to see what's going to happen. He gave them dafka, this kind of sukkah, but it turns out that they explained to him, no, we're potter, so therefore it's a whole different case. We're not in the sukkah here. 
Taisus here clarifies this whole thing of Shluchim Mitzvah, Turim and Asukah is only here if they would have to go and find themselves another Sukkah and because of that Tircha to find another Sukkah would prevent them of fulfilling the Mitzvah that they were doing to be there to go and greet their Rebbe. But that's, that's the, and that's what the case was over here and that's why they were Potter. Whereas Rashi later in that Sukkah says it doesn't matter even if it's not going to prevent you of doing the Mitzvah you're doing now if you're in the middle of doing a Mitzvah you're Potter of having to go do another Mitzvah. We'll see Mitzvah Shem in the Sukkah later on Dav Chafei. So I You're allowed to sleep in a kilo inside a sukkah. A kilo is a bed that is wrapped around with some kind of a net and it's enclosed. You're allowed to sit with it, you sleep in it in a sukkah, even though it has a roof, in other words, it has a tefach of a roof, it's not made like those nakliti amita that has a V-shaped roof. No, it has a roof, but you're allowed to sleep in it. So the Gemara right away says, That's only if the height of this roof, of this kilo, is not ten tefachim high, so therefore it's not an oil for itself. Toshima, the Gemara brings a Braise, it said, Ayosham bekila besukkah, liyotzi yedechivosa. Clear Braise, if you sleep in a kilo on a sukkah, you're not yotzi yechiv, you mitzvah of sukkah. So the Gemara answers, Hochabamayeskino, what is this Braise talking about? Keshegvoya asada. There, it is ten tvachim high, so it's a oil for itself, and therefore you're not inside the sukkah. Meisvei, the Gemara asks from a different Mishnah, Ayosham tachas amitta besukkah, a person that sleeps under the bed inside the sukkah, liyotzi yedechivosa, is not yotzi, is mitzvah. So you see again that you're sleeping under the bed, it's considered to be an oil for itself, so you're not yotzi. Why don't we say the same thing with the kilo? So the Gemara answers, Hatirgam Shmuel, Shmuel explained that Mishnah, Bimitta gvoya asada, talking about a bed, that under the bed it has a height of ten tfachim, and therefore that's the issue of sleeping under the bed. Toshima, now let's come to our Mishnah that we just learned before and see a raya from our Mishnah. It said in the Mishnah, that if a person spreads a sheet on top of the four poles above a bed, psula, so then it's possible. So what do we see over here? This seems to be the same thing as a kilo, that you have a sheet spread above a bed and it's going to be possible. So again, the Gemara gives the same answer. There are those poles with ten tefachim above the bed. That's what we're talking about over here. When it says the shear of ten tefachim, it means ten tefachim above the bed. And therefore, over there, it's an oil for itself and it's going to be possible. But in Abraisa, we didn't learn this way. In other words, right here, we'll see in Abraisa that we're speaking about a case where it's not ten tefachim. Why is that? The Tanya, we learned in Abraisa. Nakliten shnayim. What does naklite amita mean? Nakliten means they only have two poles and the sheet is on top of the two poles. Kinoifis, what is kinoifis? Arba. That's when you have four poles. So pirasagabi kinoifis. If you put the sheet, you spread it on top of the kinoifis, psula. Agabi nakliten, if it's on the nakliten, then kshayda. Then it'll be kosher because it doesn't have the, the tefach on the top. But the Braise says, But that's only if the nakliten, even by the two poles, it's not high above the bed, ten tefachim. Okay, so what is this? So even regarding the nakliten, it's saying that what are we talking about? That it's going to be kosher by the nakliten? That it's not ten tefachim high. The cloud, so from this we understand the kinoifis, when it comes to the kinoifis, which are the four poles, and we're saying that it's kosher, that there it's going to be kosher, that there it's going to be possible, that is, sorry, by the kinoifis it's going to be possible, even if the height of the kinoifis is not ten tefachim high. If so, it's a question on what Shmuel said regarding the kilo. 
that he could sleep in a kila because the, the whatever surrounds the kila is not ten tvachim high. But here we see from a braise, when you put the sheet on top of the poles of the kinoifis, it's not ten tvachim high and it's possible. So the Gemara answers, kinoifis is different than a kila. Why? Shani kinoifis de kvi. Kinoifis, when it has poles that are affixed, they are kvi, they are affixed to the bed, and you put the sheet on top of that, that's something that's more permanent. And if you sleep under that, even if it's not tent tvachim high, you're inside a separate tent and you're not inside the sukkah. Therefore, that story, that case is different than the kilo. Going back to the psal of one sukkah that's below another sukkah. The kvi'a, when it's built in a way and you have the top sukkah, which is also, it's a fix, it's kavua, it's permanent. And what did Shmuel there say? That the only way the top sukkah would be kosher is if it was ten tvachim high. So too the top sukkah only makes the bottom sukkah possible when it's ten tvachim high. So what do I see? You do have to have the space of ten tvachim to separate between the layer of the top sukkah and the layer of the bottom sukkah to be separated, to make it possible. So why shouldn't we say the same thing regarding the, 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 the kinoifis, even though it's permanent, but in order for it to be considered a separate oil for itself, it should have to be ten tvachim high. Just like you say by sukkah al gabi sukkah, that it's only if it's ten tvachim high. So the Gemara answers, Omri, they said, it's a different thing. Hasam de la mifsal sukkah, there it's a top sukkah. The top sukkah is going to passel the bottom sukkah, basare. There, that's only if the top sukkah is going to be t- full ten tvachim high, then it makes the bottom sukkah possible. But hoche, the leshavya oyele, over here, you have the kosher sukkah, and inside the sukkah you have an oil, the shavya oyele, to consider what's inside the sukkah, to be a space for itself as an oil, batsama asada nami have. Even less than asada, even less than ten tvachim, it's considered to be an oil for itself. You're not trying to passel anything. When you, when you have a kosher sukkah, and then you want to passel that kosher sukkah by a, by a tap sukkah above of it, so that, that's something more powerful. You're trying to passel a kosher sukkah here. So then it's only if the tap sukkah has the full height of ten tvachim, it's a real separation from the bottom and tap sukkah, then it passels it. But if you're here, you're not trying to passel the, the sukkah bachlal. Inside this sukkah, which is kosher, you have another oil which you're inside of it, and therefore you're not inside the sukkah. And therefore, you're not being yaitz of the mitzvah. For that, even less than ten tfachim, since the kinoifis are permanent, it's considered to be an oil for itself, and you're not yaitz of the mitzvah. A related aloha to this kila, a person that's sleeping in a kila. Again, this is a bed that's surrounded, it has some kind of a net, and it's, it's completely surrounded with some kind of a sheet, and you're not dressed. So you have to come to the morning and you have to read Kriyashma. So Rashi brings the Pasik, When you say a Dovar Shebikdusha, you say in Kriyashma, you have to be dressed. So this person is not dressed and he's in his bed inside his kila. He stick his head out of the kila. And he could say Kriyashma. So Rashi explains the Chiddush here is, if you're in a house and you do the same thing, you stick your head out of the window and you say Kriyashma, that's not going to work. Because over there, where most of your body is, it's considered to be that your head is there as well. So, but over here, what he's saying is, a kila is a different thing. Kila is almost considered to be like a garment. So just like when a person's wearing a garment, so your, your body is in your clothing and your head is sticking out and you say kriyashma. Kila is more fitted to the person, so therefore, you stick your head out, you can say kriyashma. Meisvedik Mara asks from a b'raisa where it says, Ayyoshem bekila orat, you're sleeping in the kila and undressed. Lo yaitzi roishichutz lekila v'yikra kriyashma. So there clearly says, you should not do this, stick out your head, and then say kriyashma. 
So the Gemara answers again the distinction we had before. Over there, it's speaking about a kilo that has the height of ten tefachim. Therefore, over there, it's like you're in a house. It's a bigger space, and there you can't stick out your head and say Krishna. It's logical to touch that b'raise this way. Medictani safe because it says in the safe of that b'raise. What do we compare this case of the kila to? A person that's standing in a house undressed. He shouldn't stick his head out of the window of Yikri Kriyashma and read Kriyashma. So what do we see? That we're comparing the issue of that kila is that it's compared to a house. So just like in a house, the issue is it's not a garment, it's a big room, it's a house. And therefore over here, you can't just stick out your head. Similar, when it talks about a kilo, we're not just talking about any kind of kilo. If it's a kilo that's very small, it will be considered to be like a garment. But if it's a larger kilo, a kilo that is, it has the space of ten tefachim, then if you stick out your head, it's going to be similar to a house. Shmamino, that's a raya for this distinction. But the Gemara now immediately clarifies regarding a house that by a house itself the halacha will remain the same even if the house is less than ten tefachim. Ubayis, but by a house, nami, someone at is the word nami, even if it doesn't have the minimum height of ten tefachim, kiven de kvie, but since it's a permanent structure, oyelahu, it's an oil, it's a tent for itself, it's not a garment, it's an oil, deloi garamikinoifis. And therefore, it's not less. Then kinoifis, uh, meaning that in such a case it's a permanent place, and therefore if you stick your head out of it, you can't read Kriyashma in this way. So by a bias, the halacha actually is, it has to be, does not have to be, that is, ten tefachim, in order not to be allowed to say Kriyashma by sticking out your head. But the Gemara is still proving before, the Masha explains, the Gemara is still proving from the comparison, from the kila to a house, that by a kila, in order for it to be similar to a house, as if the kila has the minimum space of the height of ten tefachim, then I say you can't stick out your head and say Kriyashmah.